In today's show, I'm going to take a look at players who are underperforming for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You're in your fantasy playoffs, you're getting to the end of your Roto League, whatever it is. Your trade deadline is most likely passed. That's why we're not talking about buy lows and acquiring these guys. Just talking about guys who are just, yeah, not playing well. And whether there's a reason for that, whether they can change that around, and what we can expect as we move forward. So let's take a look at that right now, starting with some Category League players. Jeremy Grant. Um, Remember all the hype about Jeremy Grant at the start of the year? Wow, man, Jeremy Grant, top 30 player, shit. Yeah, look, he's awesome. Man, what a pickup. He is over the last three months outside the top 100. He's the 70th ranked guy for the year. He's 150th for the last month and 233rd for the last week. And this is not anything to do with random rest games. He just hasn't been as good. The efficiency has fallen way off. He shot 50, uh, what 48 from the field last year. He's at 43 this season. His free throws have dropped down as well. He's not blocking really any shots at all. He doesn't get any steals. His assists, his rebounds are comically low. 3.3 rebounds over the last month. He's scoring a lot. Almost 20 points per game. But what else is he doing? Um, I'd say, look, despite being one of the biggest surprises at the start of the season, he's been one of the biggest disappointments since then. That, that Those numbers are damningly horrendous, really. For a bloke to be averaging... Like that's Andrew Wiggins type stuff. To be averaging over 21 points per game over the last two months and not be a top 120 player, that is Wiggins. Because you're doing nothing else. You are hurting in both percentages. You are, well, not sorry, you're not hurting in free throws. You're just not really helping at, at just 80%. You're, you're not really doing anything positive outside of some okay block numbers. Uh, it's really disappointing. He's not hitting his threes in any volume, no rebounds, no assists, no steals, good scoring, bad field goal percentage. Um, and it feels like I'm shitting on him because I am. He has really, really fallen off. And at the start of the year, I, I apologize. I said, look, I d- hated the decision that he made to go from Denver to Detroit. I hated the decision that Detroit made to you know, put him into the number one offensive role because I said, there's no way he can do it. And then at the start of the year, I went, you know what? Shit, I'm wrong. Jeremy Grant maybe can be that number one guy. He can't. Like, he can't. He's getting the high usage, but it's not resulting in good basketball, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, it's not re- resulting in great fantasy numbers. I know that much because they have, they have fallen. And again, we will probably look back at him over the core at the end of the season, and we'll take a look at his rank and go, oh, 70, that's about right. I think his draft spot was at like 90 or whatever. And you go, oh, yeah, pretty, pretty good win. But when you consider that he had that top 30 run for about two months and everything else after that has been pretty bad, I'd say in the end, it ends up being a bit of a disappointment. And again, do I think he's going to improve from where he is? Maybe a little, maybe a little, but I'm not holding out huge amounts of hope. Bob Covington. 65th ranked player this year, 
We know he had that nice top 40 rank run for a, for a while where you know, I did caution a lot about the three-point shooting is going to fall off. And in the last two weeks, he's the 147th ranked player shooting under 32% from three, 35% from the field, not getting steals and averaging six points per game. This is the thing with Robert Covington is that he shot poorly to begin the year. He had a run of he was like 45% from three when he has literally never been a good three-point shooter. At that He's a good volume three-point guy, but he's not a good accuracy three-point guy. It has turned to absolute shit at the moment, 29% from three over the last four games. The problem with trying to work it out with Covington is you know, when does the, the switch flip back the other way? Because he'll do this. He'll have these stretches, which are great, and these stretches, which are terrible. But when does it stop? But even his steals are gone. Two steals in the last four games, six steals in his last seven games. Like, we want Robert Covington to get us one and a half to 1.8 steals per game to get over a block per game, and even that's disappeared. 0.9 blocks, like six blocks in seven games with six points and only one three per game. That's really bad. That's And and shooting bad numbers. Yeah, shooting 100% from the line, wow, that's great on, on one attempt. One attempt per game, sorry. Um, it's It's a real struggle for Covington at the moment. And... You know, you always look at it and you drop him and you go, shit, I regret that. Like, look how well he's playing. But we have literally less than three weeks to go in the entire NBA season. You've probably got one to two weeks left of fantasy playoffs. Like two weeks, hopefully, at most. Do you expect Covington to turn it around in that time? He's got four games left this week. I, I'm i not convinced that he gets it turned around in time, personally. Dante DiVincenzo. Has some run when he gets like top 100 type numbers. But 205th over the last two weeks, averaging seven points per game, shooting 38% from the field. And the reason that you have DiVincenzo is to get steals. He has two steals in his last five games. Well, that's obviously not enough. And what else is he doing? Like The only positive category he's had this year is steals and marginally above average on threes. So when the steals disappear, he's offering you nothing. I would not be look. I think he can be better than this because obviously steals. He he can have two steals in five games, and then he can have four steals next game, and all of a sudden he's back to averaging six steal, uh, one steal per game, and then that whole number just magically changes. And it's why we have to be really careful, especially when we're looking in the eighty to one hundred and eighty type ranking area of fantasy ranks. Is that steals are such a huge influencer there? If someone comes in, and it's part of the reason that D'Anthony Melton is like a top 110 ranking in 20 minutes because he averages 1.5 steals. I love Melton, but that's part of the reason those numbers get really bumped up. And we need to be really careful of that. So while we can look at rankings and projections for DiVincenzo, it really comes down to, are you getting steals? Does my team need steals? And if those two things, the answer to those two things are no, then he has no value. He can be better than this. But again, wouldn't really bank on it necessarily. Guys, Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms on Locked On for Locked On Fantasy Basketball on Locker Room once a week on Fridays. It is the perfect place to join conversations about the NBA, and you'll fa- find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news and rumors like the news that Demarcus Cousins has signed for the rest of the season. That's big news according to ESPN. 
You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast through our Locker Room Conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. Follow me at JoshLoyd48 to be notified whenever my room goes live. I know you don't want to miss it, so on Friday, it'll be live at some point, and I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on their fantasy basketball teams. I'll see you there. Locker Room is changing the way that we talk sports. All right, next bloke, DeJounte Murray of the San Antonio Spurs. 62nd ranked player this year, but outside the top 115 over the last two weeks. Why? Well, the shots, he just can't hit anything. He's down at 67% from the line, which is dreadful. He's hitting 35% of his twos. Now, amazingly, he's hitting 43% of his threes on four attempts per game, which is actually way up from what he normally does. So he's got the long range ball going. He just can't hit anything else. So I feel pretty confident. Now, look, I look at Jeremy Grant and go, yeah, I'm not sure. Look at Covington and go, I'm not sure. DiVincenzo, not sure. I look at DeJounte and go, yeah, I'm pretty confident he's going to get better than this. Like, I know that he's not going to remain shooting 35% from two. He can be a high-quality finisher. You know, not the best, but still high-quality for a point guard. And he's at 48% from two this year. So I know this is going to come up. He's not lacking steals. His assists and rebounds are at the same level. He's increased his three-point volume and three-point percentage. It's his free throws and his two-pointers that are off. That'll come. I'm not really worried about that. So I think we can expect a pretty decent turnaround coming from DeJounte Murray. So I'm okay with that one. Jason Tatum, similarly. Now, you might look at this and go, Josh, he was on a roll. And he was. There was a two-week period where he was like the seventh-ranked player. In fact, he's the 10th-ranked guy over the last month, which is up from 18th over the course of the season. But over the last week, when you needed him the most, he's the 109th-ranked player. Why? Because you look at it and you go, 21, 11, and 5.5 and is really bloody good. Like, that is really good. That's, that's, that's the Julius Randle special right there. Like, they are good numbers. And then you go a little bit deep and you go, oh, okay. Uh, point two, uh, sorry, uh, two steals in four games. Zero blocks in four games. Oh, you're also shooting 34% from the field and 31% from three. Like, big yikes. That is... That is really the, the case there. The steals and blocks are annoying. But hitting 34% of your threes on absolute insane, well, not insane volume, but 33% usage is going to kill you. Like that is 77 field goal attempts and you hit 26 of them. That hurts, mate. That hurts your that hurts your team's field goal. That's, it's not quite, but it's almost unrecoverable from for a week in fantasy. And that's why he is down as low as he is. That will turn around. He is not, much like DeJounte Murray, he is not a 35% two-point shooter. He's a 50% guy, probably around that mark. He's not a 31% three-point guy either. He's 38 and above. It is it is going to turn around pretty clearly here for Jason Tatum. So I'm not really worried about that one. <clears throat> Let's look at some points leagues, blokes. Kyle Lowry, five-game week coming up. It won't be a five-game week for Kyle Lowry. Don't worry about that one. But he is, over the last month, averaging just uh, 27 fantasy points. That's well down on the 35 that he's been averaging. Why is this happening? Well, he's not scoring. 11 points per game. The assists have dropped. But it's really just the scoring. And the usage is down. 22 down to 18. The shooting numbers are off. His last week, he's averaging nine points. Still seven boards, still seven assists. Didn't get a steal in those two games. He's way off with that um, with that scoring and with the shooting. And, and I do think that'll improve. Now, I think he only plays three games this week, to be fair. And I think that he'll continue to rest rest games as, as we move forward. Um, and that could make him a drop, especially with how he's playing at the moment. 
But this is a dude that is the, what, 58th ranked player over the course of the season. So he's obviously really good on a per-game basis. But we are having a huge slump with games missed at the absolute wrong time of the year. Chris Middleton is the 85th ranked player for points leagues over the last week. Just 30 points per game. Which is good for a lot of people, but not when you're averaging 36. Now, to be totally honest, Middleton has been just slowly decreasing over time. 35 over the last two months, 34.7 over the last month. Just everything seems to just be dropping off. His scoring is dropping off. He's not, not that he ever does, but he's not, hasn't blocked a shot in two weeks. Um, His efficiency has dropped off a little bit as well. He doesn't get high steal numbers anymore. A lot has dropped off with Middleton, and it just continually gets, yes, proportionally worse like every time every sort of week as we move forward but it's really fallen off here in the last week I do expect him to be a little bit better than he has been over this last week with just the 30 fantasy points because what he, what's happened there instead of averaging five and a half assists he's averaging three and a half assists so I don't really have any reason to doubt that Middleton is just not going to get assists anymore so that'll come back up so there's another two two or so points per game yeah three points per game Assists are worth 1.5, so it's definitely three fantasy points per game. And then the 30 turns into 33, and then the rebounds, which are down from six to four, there's another two points, and there you have it. There's your there's your five, five and a half fantasy points that pushes you back up to 35 and a half, which is basically on average. So it is a slump for Middleton, but it's not something I'm worried about. I am worried about Damian Lillard, who in category leagues is horrendous at the moment, like outside the top 100, but even in points leagues, he's not the greatest points league player, but... Only 39 fantasy points over the last month. He averages 45. He's down at under 40 again over the last week. Why? Assists are down for Lillard. Scoring is down. He averages 28 points per game this year. He's at 23 per game over the last 12. CJ McCollum is having a real impact. And the fact that the shooting is just way off for Lillard is, is, is massive. And I am not convinced that it turns around. He has had... No, no, I've said this before. He's played with CJ McCollum for years and it's never been a problem. I do not know what the difference is this year, but when he plays with CJ, the numbers are off. The shooting's off, the scoring's off, the usage drops. When really it, it should be CJ taking that back seat. But there, there is something off about that combination this year. And we've seen it in two separate stints. So I'm not ready to say it's going to reverse. It might, but I'm not ready to have confidence in that. When you go to buy a part for your car, why would you go to a local chain auto store? That seems like the biggest waste of time you could possibly you could possibly undertake. If you're looking to repair your car or get parts, you don't want to go somewhere where they're going to charge you more money just because you're not a professional. We've got other shit to do. We don't need to worry about that. That's why we go to rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, let's go on to this guy now. It's Vucevic. Vucevic. Yes, it is. Big Nikola Bucevic. 
Over the last week, he's under 40 fantasy points, and that's still really good. But the guy averages 46. He's the 10th ranked player this year in points leagues, which is actually amazing. I didn't know he was actually ranked that high. So why? Why is he down? Well, he's only playing 31 minutes a night over the last four. He's scoring four fewer points per game, even though Zach Levine isn't there. He's not getting to the free throw line at all. His blocks, which aren't good, they've been cut in half. And he's turning the ball over more from 1.8 up to 2.8, which is, yeah, that's a negative one there. You're missing half a block again. There's a negative 1.5 you've lost there. You're scoring four fewer points. There's four points already off your scoring. So we're already talking, yeah, there's an, the easy explanation for why you're six points down, right? You're just scoring three points fewer. You're not getting to the line. Your blocks have gone and you're turning the ball over more. Now, I think when Levine comes back, That'll ease up that turnover number. He'll probably get to the line a little bit more because he he'll be doing a little bit more stuff closer to the basket on pick and rolls. Um, and I think the scoring will, well, the scoring should go up. So it is obviously not ideal. It's inopportune for him to be struggling at the moment, but I'm not having any sort of long-term concerns with it. We talked about Jalen Brown earlier. Let's talk about... No, we didn't. We talked about Jason Tatum earlier. Let's talk about his teammate, Jalen Brown. JB, you've done it again. He's averaging 39 fantasy points per game this season. Um, Yeah, that's good. That's the 35th ranked player. But over the last week, he's at 64th. He's actually outside the top 40 over the last month as well. So why are these numbers down? Well, yeah, I think the thing we look at is he hasn't blocked a shot in two weeks. So that, that that's he's not a high shot blocker, but that's half a block a game. It's one and a half points. You've already lost that there. Um, he's averaging just 21 points over the last two games with that shoulder problem. He's not getting any assists. In fact, he's under two assists per game over the last month. And that's, he's had just three assists in his last two games combined. So there you go. Like the assists, which were really high to begin this year, have fallen way off. And that has coincided with Kemba Walker's return and Marcus Smart playing at a higher level and Jason Tatum doing more playmaking. And then the scoring has dropped off as well. So while he's averaged 39 per game this year, I look at him more as a 36 to 37 point per game player as we move forward. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget, if you are watching this on YouTube, drop a comment down below. Give me one thumb. Give me two thumbs. I know you can't do it, but do it anyway. And yeah, just subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Hey, if you're on Apple Podcasts, why don't you follow over there, Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Google Podcasts. You can do it on Stitcher. You can do it on Spotify. You can also do it on the new Odyssey app. Go subscribe, follow, do all those things. It's a great way of helping out the show. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.